What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trusher Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright. I am joined by Mr. William Monroe. Will, how are you doing? Steve, doing well. I uh, think I had an overall pretty good week with fantasy, but I don't know, just with all of the injuries and COVID and craziness, I, I feel like no one's feeling good about their fantasy teams right now. I think... Man, I, I should have paid more attention to this stat, but I think it was like the lowest touchdown scoring week of the year. It makes sense. I mean, it felt like there was nothing happening. Like all the you know the Cardinals that you know put a dud out there against Detroit. I think Craig Robinson was one of the top running backs, or not Craig Robinson, Craig uh, Reynolds is like the, the highest yardage total. It's very weird, and I guess you also don't have four games here that are being played today and tomorrow. Yeah, and I, I found that stat. So it's coming from Scott Hansen, who hosts uh, Red Zone. Yeah. And he said that he thinks it's the fewest touchdowns, I guess, ever on NFL Sunday. Yeah. Uh, NFL Sunday in years. I so wonder it's if it's time. the least amount of games. Maybe not, because there's usually yeah. three bye weeks. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, you, you're going to have in a normal bye week, you know, with six bye weeks, you'll have a Thursday and a Monday game. So. You've got 10 teams out right there, but still. Yeah, yeah, I guess that is true. There's a lot. Just a weird week. <laughs> a yeah. weird week. Very, COVID, very uh, weird week. You know, uh, we were saying you got lucky with the bye week. Yeah. Um, not having to deal with it, but also unlucky because you missed, uh now Godwin and Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we not could great. be lining up for a potential matchup next week, and I'm looking a little depleted as well. Yeah, um, me on the other hand has got to scrape through this week. Um, I'm looking projected to score under 100 points, which you know I, I don't remember if I'm second in scoring in a year or third. So that's yeah, unfortunate. You're, you're up um, there for sure. I will thank Kyler Murray and Brandon <laughs> and Najee. <laughs> um, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, in, in my matchup here uh, that we went over last week. Uh, I have David Montgomery and then either Lockett or Everett, depending on if Lockett played or point. And the Minnesota kicker. So that'll be interesting. Um, our dynasty league, no sense of it recapping. We demolished. <laughs> poor Eric. Yeah, projected to win by like 50 some. I think we're up big and the blood I think, bath. what he's got one guy left. Maybe two. Yeah. yeah and we still have Jacobs playing right now. Yeah, that, that was bad. Uh, Mark Andrews. Who had big games for us? Uh, Andrews did. Uh, Andrews, JT ended up having a solid game. I think um, Tyreek obviously had a really good game. Yeah, Tyreek. Keenan yeah, played well. It was Doing all this without a quarterback, pretty much. Yeah, for real. That was a good game. Um, but I guess to segue here, um, you will be looking to the player to replace mm-hmm. some wide receivers. So you ready to jump in and see what those options are going to look like? Yeah, it's actually a. Uh, couple of running back options that usually you don't see this late in the year yeah or ever yeah or <laughs> sometimes ever. you know um, <laughs> so, one, uh, before we jump into that once we uh once again we've got a couple of games here to finish out this week 15 but <clears throat> for week 16 we've got the niners at tennessee on thursday and then two saturday christmas day games cleveland at green bay and indy at arizona so depending on covid health could be some pretty uh fun competitive games here thursday and saturday yeah definitely you know don't know what the cleveland green bay that's not the main suspect one yeah yeah but we'll see i mean if they can get you know 
they can get some of their guys back, you know, at least Baker and some other players there, Jarvis. Uh, they, it could be an interesting game. Yeah, yeah, they definitely could be fun. Um, yeah, let's go ahead. Let's jump in here, Will. Um, yeah. Probably the big one, Ronald Jones, rostered in 35% of leagues. We saw Fournette with injury there. What do you think of uh, Mr. Jones? You step right in. Yeah, I think he's probably the top guy. I mean, I've got Keyshawn Vaughn down here as well. Uh, I think he operated in there a little bit, so both guys could probably be added. But Fournette expected to miss two weeks, which is pretty much the rest of the regular fantasy season here. Um, I think as if you're a Bucks fan, you're you know probably pretty confident he'll be able to come back by the playoffs. Mike Evans could play this week, but should be okay long term. Godwin, I think, is the only big loss there. But yeah, I think um, you know the way that they've been trying to run the ball with the weapons that are out. That they're going to have to rely on Jones and Vaughn, I think. Yeah, and Jones was good last year for stretches until Fournette really took over. So he, he should be fine to, to slot in there, I would think. I yeah, would think. I think so, so yeah. as well. I think he's probably your your big waiver claim here. I put um, Jeff Wilson down just because he's 56% rostered, but um, there's no definitive word. It sounds like there's, you know, if, if from what I'm reading, though, that there's a chance that Eli Mitchell could be out extended period of time. So. If that's the case, I mean, Jeff Wilson is the guy the rest of the year. It seems like I can't see them working. You know, Hasty's been in and out, and um, the other rookie, um, I forget what his name is, Steve, from uh, Ohio State. Um, yeah, Trey Sermon. Yeah, the one that was supposed to be the guy. Like They haven't really utilized them. So I think it's Jeff Wilson, who had a pretty good game as well, and, and Debo. Um but yeah, Ronald Jones, I think, is the the big ad here because I think Wilson, fifty six percent rostered, probably not going to be out there for most people. Yeah, yeah, and, and just to add on um, as a, a quick update because there was some news came out about a half hour ago. Eli Mitchell cleared concussion protocol, but he still has a knee injury. Yeah, yeah and Shanahan has said he doesn't think he's playing. So yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I mean that 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 <laughs> head injury that hit was vicious too. It was what two weeks ago now. That did not look good. I mean, he was kind of like held up and prone and then just got popped on the side. Yeah, that was a rough one. So, yeah, I agree on all of them. Um, we had uh, Justin Jackson on here, um, rostered in about 6% of league. Yeah, I think he is pretty conditional. So, I mean, I may throw him as kind of like my back-end um, waiver claim because it, it does come down to if Eckler's healthy or not. But they clearly want to run the ball as well. So, I think he's worth adding into your list of guys, maybe not the primary one, but definitely an option. Um, I'd probably rather have some of the other guys here over him because I think there's a probably, a probably a pretty good chance that we are going to see Eckler back, but and it's still TBD. Yep. Agreed. It's all conditional for him. Um, another one, I guess he's also conditional because I don't think we know about Gaskin, but Duke Johnson had himself a game. Yeah, and I mean that it's hard to tell because like is that just because you have Salvin Ahmed and um, Miles Gaskin coming back from COVID, so they're not like fully healthy, or is this a situation where you know they like what they see with him and he's going to continue to get carries? Yeah, you really don't know. Um, I mean, Gaskin's been up and down. He's had plenty of really good weeks from a fantasy perspective. I guess he hasn't had, you know, he's had what one. Well, technically, I'm looking at for games over 50, 50 yards. He's had one, two, four throughout the year. Not great, 
Um, so maybe the team's looking at that from a fancy perspective. It's relatively fine, but um, yeah, that's it's hard to say. It's a tough one to judge, especially after the the, the game that Duke had. But it was the Jets at the same time. <coughs> uh, so uh, last running back here, Will, uh, Mr. Reynolds out there in Detroit. What do you think of him? Yeah, uh, another one with all these COVID issues. It's tough to say because it doesn't seem like Swift is going to be back. I mean, they're not really. We've said that yet. in the past, right? Like, why? Why would yeah, you play him? Just like, shut down. I've, as much as I could use him on a couple teams that I still have, from going, <laughs> it just doesn't seem like it makes sense. But it does look like I got an update that um, Jamal Williams is going to be activated, uh, at least from the COVID list. So we'll see. When he comes back, what the split is between those two and, and the other guys that are there. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a definitely a key thing to look out for. So, yeah, I got some conditions on some of these guys. Tough. Yeah, but I think, you know, ultimately, I'm probably going all in on um, Ronald Jones if he's available there. And the other guys, probably more conditional. I mean, maybe Reynolds. Obviously, Wilson, we said, was, you know, I, I go all Not really out Wilson, there, yeah. but I doubt, like I said, 57% of the 56% of leagues he's rostered. So he's out there for some of you. Um, not all, but some, so keep an eye out. Yep. Sounds good. Um, let's move over to the section that you steer. Well, um, leading it off with, uh, KJ Osborne, um, who didn't play this week. He plays to, yeah, he's the night game here. Um, and he's got the Rams. So not a great matchup either coming up next week, but, He's someone that, while Thielen's out, it's going to see volume. Um, so probably you know, 47% rostered, one of the higher rostership guys here. Um, he's probably one of the guys I would throw claims on uh, out of this group. I think that he's just going to be in utilizing the offense. They use him as a big play guy. He's all over the field, you know, versus like a, a Russell Gage, who's another guy on this list, is... A little bit more of a possession guy. I think he did get in the end zone in the last couple of weeks, but you, you you know you like more of a big play opportunity from a guy like KJ Osborne versus Russell Gage. Yeah, agreed. Yep, definitely a lot of upside there. Um, another guy with some upside, Donovan Peoples Jones, um, playing now, right? Yeah, yeah, he's in there. Yeah, he's at he's at a lot of targets. I mean, I don't think he's really come down with a lot. He's only got. 12 yards on two catches, but six targets so far in the game. A couple of deep balls. So um, he's in the game plan. Green Bay's defense is pretty good. Uh, Pittsburgh, we in week 17. So not the best matchups, but it, games that you imagine the game script is going to be working in, in their favor. You also have Mullins in there, right? Right yes. now. So, and Mullins can sling it around, but that's also a San Francisco system. Like, you can't yeah. just. Take his success and, and paste it somewhere else. So, yeah, Baker coming back will help him, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Amon Rossi Brown, um, somebody we've liked, uh, had himself another a decent week, has Atlanta this week. That is appetizing. Um, what do you think of uh, Mr. Brown? I'm assuming you agree there. Yeah, I liked him coming out. I um, I drafted him at the late second round there with one of my um, other Dynasty League. And he's looked good the last three weeks here in our uh, half-point scoring. 19.8, 11.3, 19.5. So 11 targets, 12 targets, 12 targets. So that's what you want to see. 
you know, caught 10 of 12 two weeks ago. So you love that eight of 12 and then eight of 11. So he's converting on a lot of those targets and that volume and clearly is beginning to be trusted by this team. And then that's really what he was coming out a really good route runner. You know, if he gets in the end zone, great, but you're, you're going to love to see, you know, those eight of nine games. Yeah. Agreed. He's solid. Um, another guy, uh, similar younger, um, having himself, you know, some good games here, Mr. Gabriel Davis over there in Buffalo. Um, doesn't have the chance to be the number one. St. Brown does. Um, but he's been really good. Double-digit fantasy for weeks yeah, in a row. Two touchdowns, two touchdowns this week, too. It's huge. Yeah. Um, New England next week, so that's tough. But then he has championship games against Atlanta. That, yeah, that's awesome. That looks good. And, hey, maybe like, like we look with uh, New England, we usually expect them to shut down the top option. So if that ends up being Savant Diggs. Diggs then, yeah. You could have yeah. more volume going toward Davis. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a going for him. Uh, Mr. Josh Reynolds, um, another pretty solid option. Do you like him? Yeah, Josh Reynolds. I mean, both of these Detroit receivers, and, and maybe it's boosted a little bit just based on the last few weeks, specifically this week where the offense looked really good. But I think Reynolds is someone that you can look to, you know, Last four weeks, really, while he's been relevant, 14 and a half, 8.9, 6.7, and then here 15.8 this week. So, not as much volume, um, but definitely seems to be more of a touchdown weapon as well. Um, I, I probably lean St. Brown just because of the volume, just out of these two players on the same team. Uh, Reynolds probably has a little bit more of the big play and touchdown upside, but you got the volume there with Amon Ra. Yeah, agreed 100%. Um, one that I'm quite interested in, rostering 50% of leagues, Russell Gage. Um, had himself a few good weeks here. Uh, what do you think of Gage? Do you like him too? Yeah, I mean, while Calvin Ridley's out, someone's got to get targets on the outside, you know, besides besides Mr. Pitts. Um, so he's someone that I think I have in um, at least one league that I've been playing pretty regularly as just, you know, a, a, someone banged up for receivers. So. He's someone I'll look to as well. Another guy, kind of like Amon Ra, where you're going to get a lot of volume. You know, your touchdown is a nice bonus, but you're, you're banking on the targets and the yards um, coming for him. Yep. And then finally, um, I'm not sure there's anything more to say that we haven't said about him in the past, but Marquez Valdez Scantling, boomer boss kind of guy. Yeah, Ooh, he's been in this segment often. Yeah, he does finish, you know, the season, the championship game against Minnesota. So that might be a good week to bank on a boom. Um, but he's a roll of the dice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, 18.3 this week, seven targets, five catches, pretty solid for him. Um, 98 yards and touchdown, but you know, three and a half the week before for the buy seven. So yeah, I mean, you're going to understand that five points is a realistic outcome, just like 20 points is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. That wraps up the wide receivers moving to tight ends. Mr. Jared Cook, uh, always yeah, on more this of the list. same here, right? Yeah, um, I guess he gets a, a bit of a more of a relevance boost given the injury to Arham. Um, I don't think they've ruled him out, but I would imagine he's not playing the rest of the year. Um, yeah, I would think so Jared, with that injury. But yeah, it sounded like he was at least doing well from a just overall health standpoint. Yeah, he seems okay. I think he was discharged. Um, I just you know, I, I'm not sure if he'll be back this year. Maybe playoffs or something. But. But yeah. for now, you know, Cook's got Houston. Uh, everyone likes that. So yeah. um, good one. that could be finally could be a good week for him. 
Um, Mr. Troutman. Well, um, he did he come back this week? Um, I I don't know if he's activated, but he was brought off of the the list, and it's in that window of being able to to practice. Um, let's see. No, yeah, he did. He only got two targets, but he was there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So that's good to see him activated. Yeah, only you know played in fifty seven percent of snaps, which I think is probably low for him. So they're they're probably easing him back in. I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. So that's fair. So he's a good you know stash. I mean, he's going to be tough because you're going <laughs> to, you know, you're you don't want to start him this week given the low usage, you know, that we've seen, you know, this yeah. Prior week. And then what are you going to start him on your championship week? Probably not. But no, you know, he's got a good matchup against Miami. I think. Yeah, I mean, there's there's. Definitely worse options out there, um, you know. But if you're looking for like volume, a guy like Conklin or Cole Komet, who we have up here, probably makes more sense than just the uncertainty of, of Troutman coming back off from the injury. Yeah, um, those are the the two next guys here, Conklin and Komet, um, both of which um, did not play yesterday. Um, so, not a lot to add there. I don't think. Do you have anything you want to mention about either of those two? Um, no, I mean. Still commit guy, right? Yeah, I've always liked the volume of commit this year. I actually was not a huge fan coming out of college, but yeah, and then kind of got into a weird situation there in Chicago. But watched him play. I mean, he just gets open. He, he's you know not super far down the field, but it seems like he's always at the first down marker. So good to see that. And and he's just a guy that clearly has been getting a lot of volume there. Um, but Jimmy Graham just always there stealing touchdowns. So it just feels like. You have really no upside when it comes to the um, ability to to get in the end zone, and you're banking on the yardage, um, which is which has been there. So it's definitely something to note. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last tight end we got playing right now, David and Joke activated all. Actually, I'm watching the game. Literally, just had a nice first down catch. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know. So that would make him, I think, three for three. 20 some odd yards um, or something to that degree. Um, so not a, a banner game, but that's kind of what you get for Cleveland. Sometimes they catch yeah. a touchdown. You're happy. If you don't, then you're not happy. Right. Yep. It's just one of those big running teams. team. Yeah. Yep. Anything else to add there on Njoku? Uh, I mean, I like Njoku too, but it, a lot of it does come down to Hooper's availability because they cannibalize each other. Kind of like Komet and uh, Jimmy Graham do. Man, I hate every once in a while. And it's not even every once in a while. It's like all the time now. I think of that tight end class. Yeah. Oh yeah, Howard, Howard Ingram, <laughs> and, and Joku. They're all going to be smashed tight ends. Three, yeah, freaking busted. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, uh, a lot of us are wrong. Yeah, you aren't kidding. Uh, it's something else. But anyway, um, moving on to the streaming portion of the yeah. show. Here. Um, not quarterbacks. Fun for this one, I'll tell you. Oof, okay, let's see. Let's read them. All. Oh boy, yeah, I'm looking at this is fun. Um, you have Matt Ryan against Detroit. Uh, Jimmy G at Tennessee, Trevor Lawrence at the Jets, uh, Goff at Atlanta, and Zach Wilson versus the Jaguars. Yeah, and Goff has since been put on the COVID list um, this evening. I saw, so <laughs> so I think he's still you know got a chance to play because they play Thursday or um, play Saturday, Sunday. But yeah, just got put on there now. I know some of the rules have changed there, so I think that's ideally going to make it easier for guys to be able to get activated. Um, it sounds like if you are vaccinated, um, and, and not showing symptoms, I don't think there's going to be as much testing. So it's, 
it seems like there's it's going to be easier for people to get um, back, but it's still yeah, it's still uncertain how it's going to look this week going into sixteen versus how it was going into week fifteen. Yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. So yeah, may or may not have golf, but what do you who you're who are you picking here? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting. Golf was going to be kind of the sneaky one outside of, I, mean, I guess, Matt Ryan. And, and Jimmy Garoppolo is probably the one that you want. He's like the safest. But also, they just run the ball so much and so effectively that he just doesn't necessarily have to have He has to a do good anything. week for himself, and then it ends up being like a 10-point game. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, uh, do you really need or want that? But it's... um. Yeah, so I guess it's Matt Ryan against Detroit, but it's weird to say as they just come up and shut down one of the top offenses in Arizona. <sighs> yeah, I make a case for a lot of them because there's a lot of good matchups here. Um, I feel like it should be Ryan, but I also feel like that might be name value. I'll throw out Trevor Lawrence. You know, uh, he had a rough week this week with the coaching change, maybe another week of, you know, the new coach coming in, you know, and, and not being an asshole. Um, maybe that helps him out. And, you know, the Jets defense cures all problems. So, I'll yeah. And I mean, he didn't Lawrence. score, but no turnovers. So obviously, you know, you don't ever want to end up with 10 points from your quarterback. I'll say that. But, you know, 210 yards, five carries for 21 yards. You know, if you get two touchdowns there, you know, you're looking at 22 points and it's, you know, a decent low week so if he can yeah if he can put it together you know it seems like it's an opportunity but yeah it's tough because when you get to this stage you pretty much are banking on having found a qb by now or hopefully have stashed a couple that you have been playing to stream like like we you know we do with qbs and defenses here toward the end of the year if you don't have that one yeah it could be tough um so i i the tough part is like you can make a story for all of these guys. Like they all have the good matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it really is a, it feels like a roll of the dice, but we will see best of luck with, with your choice there. Yeah. Um, not a good one. It, it defensive streamers here. Will. uh, we have the Eagles against the giants who love to turn them over. Um, the Seahawks against Chicago. We have the chargers at Houston Falcons at Detroit. We mentioned the jets at Jacksonville and the Jaguars Jets. Yeah. Uh, so who who do you want out of that group? Interesting that you see quarterbacks and defenses. Both yeah, that the same teams there. Pretty similar. Um, yeah. I think it's the Eagles and the Chargers here for me. Seahawks are are kind of sneaky, but it's like their defense is like not good, but not horrible. So it's like okay, if it's a decent matchup, and then you got Chicago, who is like not good, but not horrible offensively. So. Yeah, that two average teams playing each weird. other. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if I had the preference, it would be the Eagles and Chargers. And, and that's reflected in their roster ship. 49% for the Eagles, 50% for the Chargers. So, you know, one out of two people listening here are not going to have that opportunity. Um, I think uh, I want to say Jacksonville is kind of the sneaky one of like those lesser teams, 6% rostered. I th- want to say they're the de- oh, David Joku's touchdown. Look at that. Oh, wow. There you go. Wow. Um, <laughs> now you're happy. <laughs> yeah. So, so Jaguars, yeah, I think Jaguars are probably the one. I think they're the most talented of Falcons, Jets, Jaguars from a talent standpoint. And it, I don't understand why, but it just seems like 
Zach Wilson does not want to utilize um, utilize that. Well, I can't think of the running back's name right now. The Michael Carter, yeah, like with his receiving abilities, like he's just not getting the targets. And now, that obviously, we we have injury to Elijah Moore, so it just that offense doesn't seem as scary as some of these other ones. Like at least Jacksonville, you know, Trevor Lawrence. Can at the very he least, doesn't throw interceptions. Yeah, he like can he, at the very he least be as bad as you know, as good or as bad as Zach Wilson. But at least you know you have James Robinson running the ball, and then you know decent receivers. So yeah, I yeah, like, they've, been, they've been safe with the ball. So yeah. Well, meanwhile, the Jets haven't been safe. Um, and I guess that's kind of how I look at it. So a, I'm with you. I'll take the Eagles. Um, but of those bottom dwelling teams, I mean, the Falcons become more interesting if golf doesn't. Yeah. Um, but you know, Detroit's, they're, a, a feisty team. <laughs> they got a little bit of momentum behind them, but that's what it comes down to. Cause it seems like they're playing well and they're scoring too. So that's a little concerning from a different, you know, playing defense against them. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I'm with you. I'll take the Eagles and yeah, I I'd probably take the Jaguars too. I think I don't mind it. Scary. No. Yeah. I but like I said, to, at but... this point, hopefully you've got other options that you've been banking on here. Um, and side note, the David and Joku touchdown got called back. So Nick Chubb scored. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that, that happens, you know, okay. Do. I still get excited about hearing about Nick Chubb scoring. I don't have him in our league anymore and we traded him in ours and that's why I still get excited about it. Yeah. I need I've, to stop. I've only got him in my other dynasty league. So like just the one, but, and I'm on bye week but yeah, it's still just exciting because he's just a good running back. He is, yeah. You know? Yeah, he's fun to watch. Yeah. He's fun to watch. Um, well, hey, that um, takes care of anything. Any uh, Anything else you need to or want to go over here, Will? No, nothing here on my end. Good luck, everyone. Uh, hopefully the week gets a little bit easier and we don't have as much craziness with COVID going into week 16 for everyone's uh, semifinals and championships. Yeah, let us hope. Um, tune in on Thursday for the Start Sit episode. Until then, trust your board.